Greetings to one and all in the name of Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And what a joy once again to join here in the SPM Hall for worship, worship of the Lord all God mighty. Shall we look to God in prayer? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart and our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Thank and praise God for this beautiful opportunity that God has given to all of us. Have you ever wondered that this unlocking the new normal will go without any hindrances? Yes, so many predicted what would be the uh, mutation of virus, but then God stopped. But praise be to God, hallelujah, God's unstoppable work is progressing. It is on the go. Have you ever come across something you noticed as unstoppable? Where did you notice? What was it? There are so many illustrations you can you know, find from your life's experience. But think of an earthquake, earth tremor. Could anybody stop? <laughs> Have you ever wondered, you know, scientists predict about tsunami? Are they predict about hurricane, tornadoes? Could they stop them? They are under the sovereign God's control. When the winds blew with the great speed, nobody could stop. Have you ever seen landslides? I have seen. I was uh, traveling by a bus in Manali and suddenly, you know, the brakes applied by the driver and there were huge boulders rolling down from the top of the mountain. And it has hit so many people or the uh, cars or uh, number of vehicles going ahead. Nobody could stop. Look at some of these unstoppable. Anything else that comes to your mind? Come on, when you started riding your first time, your bike or cycle, <laughs> my goodness, somebody has to come after you had pulled the you know, whole vehicle or stop it. Or when you were driving also, we started you know, accelerating, zoom, it went, okay, and you hit and then it stopped. So there are a number of things you can think of the unstoppable in our course of life. But God's work has been unstoppable. That's what we are going to pay attention and meditate from this particular passage read out to us. We last week saw Peter John's boldness in healing and bringing healing and the gospel message. And today, while the passage was read out, you would have noticed the entire group of people trying to halt the preaching of the gospel. We'll go look into them. Now, just for reflection sake, think of the times you probably read about King Nero. Have you ever come across this history of King Nero? Do you ever come across such a scenery in your life? Well, have you noticed, have you watched a movie called Co-Wardis? 
the name of the movie uh, translated from latin is called where thou goest where are you going peter was going away from jerusalem and was turned back to go back and witness in jerusalem that's based on a novel or a fiction well that's one of the best selling fiction then and the movie coward is was one of the hit pictures with uh, so many oscar awards and uh, it was uh, one of the uh, movie that fetched the biggest box office that's one movie that shook my life that narrates what happened exactly what is depicted just on the screen that you are seeing could you see what was happening there there are people praying and there is one great old man standing lions coming and the spectators watching trying to kind of uh, you know see the tamashas or the fun they wanted to have but then king nero ordered such situations in all these colosseums amphitheaters people of god were thrown and he thought he would stop he set the rome on fire and blamed it on christians thinking the christians will be eliminated in rome today by the grace of god you and i are seated here why the work of the lord is unstoppable look at the passage that was read out to you just reflect back to the chapter chapter 4 if you read from the verse 1 chapter 4 priests and the captain not our captain franklin but the captain of the temple now listen this captains were kept as security guard for the synagogues and they all guarded they all came together with sadducees came up came to peter and john while they were speaking to the people and who others were there verse 5 the next day the rulers elders and the teachers of the law met in jerusalem Annas, the high priest, was there, and so were Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and other men of the high priest family. You identify those the people who are religious leaders causing a uproar, agitation, and they were storming John and Peter, who were preaching the gospel. what do you get out of this what are they trying to do if you have noticed the background of the read out list of people those were the men or the leaders of then in the religious jewish community who held the law who interpreted the law who understood the old testament who almost had the old testament on their fingertips they could easily quote the bible back and forth in the old testament i don't know i wonder how many of you read old testament as a whole book page to page have you understood well you can contact pharisees and sadducees they had all this their laws of the lord in their fingertips what i am trying to con- communicate to you they knew bible they knew what otherwise should have meant the messiah who would come 
and they have understood the whole background of the much awaited Messiah, Lord Jesus, who shall appear. But unfortunately, right there, they, in the place of accepting Jesus, the resurrected Lord Savior, and they are raising a big disturbance. What kind of disturbance? They encountered them, encountered with unbelief. They encountered these disciples with unwillingness. And to accept Christ, it became the hardest thing. The servant Messiah could not be recognized by these people. Many a times, this can happen to us. Jesus Christ, his background, he came as a Jew, born of the Jewish community, and also was preaching right there. He performed every kind of miracles and performed the wondrous things, all the greatest miracles ever could happen by anybody could do it. And But what happened on the other hand, they were confronting for the wrong reasons. So knowing Bible may not be not enough. You need to come to recognize the person Jesus Christ. Have you recognized Jesus Christ as Lord in your life? That's the most important thing. When these people raise a disturbance and cause all kinds of atrocities, and created the tumultuous time, commotion, and also righted. They were having Bible, but they were missing Jesus. Maybe in your life, how many of you are so sure to profess Jesus as resurrected Lord, the one who came for me from heaven to earth? And John 3, 16, whomever believes on him shall not perish, will have everlasting life. Have you met this Jesus and taken him in, in, in your life? Peter, at the beginning of his ministry with Jesus, he was a chicken-hearted fellow trying to run away, escape the quickest possible. And then you see him set on fire from the day of Pentecost, which we learned from chapter 2. And the power of the Holy Spirit came upon him. He's on fire now for the Lord. One who refused or denied Jesus at the fireplace, he was set on fire. And now they are confronted. What did happen there? Just look at some of these verses. They were called and they were told not to speak anymore about the name of Jesus. But then there is other thing was happening. There was a display of Lord's power. How did they speak? Verse 7, the B part. They had Peter and John brought before them and began to question them by what power or what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Well, as promised by Lord Savior Jesus, they were empowered and entrusted by the Spirit of God to go and display the power of the Lord. And what was the display? And you see in chapter 4 in the beginning, verse 2, they were, uh, verse, yeah, verse 2, they were greatly disturbed because the apostles were teaching the people and proclaiming in, the in Jesus. 
the resurrection of the dead. Okay, so they were proclaiming the resurrection of Savior Jesus. Verse 8 also, then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers and elders of people, if we are being called to, uh, to account today for an act of kindness shown to the cripple and are asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So they were filled with the power of the Holy Spirit to bring, a, you know, direct defense for Jesus Christ against all the odds. Now, present day situation is no different from what existed by the first early century Christians. Do you face a position in your place? When you go and present the gospel message, how are you confronted? What are some of the, you know, the way reasoning others are giving right now? Is it a Western religion? You are bringing somebody, a foreign God, into our land. Who otherwise was Jesus? Oh, we don't know. Forget we know some goddess. Let us worship what we have before us. There could be enough of defense by the other religious sects. But remember, the Lord wants us to be prepared to face such upheavals. Even I wonder how as Christians we will face within the Christians. How are you going to present the gospel? You think all the Christians who are holding Bible and who claim to be Christians attending church, have they come in personal contact with Jesus? Have they taken person Jesus in the heart? I was born as a Christian. I was going around, you know, acting like a Christian. But Bible was far off from me. Christ was far off from me. I needed to come and have the personal encounter with the person Jesus. I knew Bible verses by heart like that. That would not help you. But like Peter and John, the disciples, if you want to see the work of the Lord, unstoppable, have that personal experience of Jesus Christ having him in your heart. And as we proceed, let's also go to the next point. And these people, the disciples were quite unschooled. You know, unschooled children, have you seen? You know, many of the NGOs work for, you know, promoting education, literacy for the unrich people. And uh, one point of time, you know, the Philippines, uh, you know, the nation was reached out with the slogan, each one teach one. So we also know in right in our country, we were at one point of time, we were totally illiterate. We wouldn't know the alphabet. And but yes, there were people who came and taught us. But look at the early Christians. These people were called unschooled. They called them in with this kind of uh, connotation. And uh, this is where I like to highlight how this unschooled or uneducated or poorly uh, literate could become so powerful. Verse 8, I would like to read it. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, 
when the spirit of his uh, spirit of the lord is going to come to you and you would become so powerful whether whatever qualification you may have may not have that's where i like to read what paul also reiterates in his writing first corinthians chapter 1 if you have your bibles you may kindly open and follow me chapter 1 first corinthians chapter 1 verse 17 for christ did not send me to baptize but to preach the gospel not with words of human wisdom lest the cross of christ be emptied of its power so he is very clearly indicating paul would preach with the power filled with the holy spirit it was we were all you know kind of count ourselves probably educated gone to the colleges we are good in academics and there are many of us who have gone to you know phd levels or we are you know in the uh, what we call they are in the research scholars but then the lord is looking for the unstoppable work anybody everybody who like to come and take up this responsibility lord to have unstoppable power poured into you and filling with the holy spirit they spoke what was the outcome that we see if you notice that's the most interesting fact that is presented to us and when they preached there were 5000 people verse 4 but many who heard the message believed and the number of men grew to about 5000 first on the day of the pentecost there were 3000 and within few days time there were 5000 see the multiplication nero could not stop people who all revolted against christ could not stop the work of the lord progress because of the filling of the holy spirit god only wants us to be taken as vessels of his message and what did other thing happen they were coming very clearly forth with with the name of jesus christ this is where you would be cornered i would be cornered i come from part of my family which are hindu background and i tell you they keep jesus in the middle of their all the goddesses they worship because part of the family belong to jesus christ so they want to identify jesus one among all the goddesses but then that will not do jesus is not one among all the goddesses jesus is the only name under earth upon this you know uh, under the heaven upon this earth the only name that shall be believed that's what we read shall we look to verse 17 but to stop this thing from spreading any further among the people we must warn these men to speak no longer to anyone verse 18 um just a minute i'm uh, was um under heaven i'm just missing the verse which verse can somebody highlight uh, 12 i'm sorry 12 salvation is found in no one else for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved and they were very clear about telling the name of jesus christ verse 10 then know this you and all the people of israel it is by the name of jesus christ of nazareth whom you crucified but whom god raised from the dead and they refer to the same way that jesus himself identified as the stone which was rejected and they brought 
to their revelation, to the understanding how the name of Jesus has come to them. And therefore, they indicated the powerful name of Jesus Christ. So when we present, the name of Jesus has to be very clearly presented to them. And that's where even Jesus was identified as a, 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 a person from Nazareth, so that the people of the land would have surety, clarity that about whom they are talking about. Yes, we know when Jesus was named in Matthew, and it was very clear in a role that was assigned to Jesus. He's a savior of all the sinners. So the unschooled people got the revelation of all this power unstoppable. And therefore, we go to the third one, and we see here the unstoppable work of the Spirit of the Lord. Today, you and I are seated here, unstoppable. The joy in you is flowing that brought you to the house of the Lord. How did you find the day when you met Jesus? How was your experience of coming in close contact with the personal relationship with Jesus? When you received him, how did you feel yourself? I do understand the day I received my Jesus in my heart, that was the biggest miracle. That was the biggest miracle. I'll tell you, I am a child of miracle. I had suffered polio, the severest jaundice, and those were just before my born again life. But I tell you, the day I received Jesus, that was the biggest miracle. I rejoiced. And that's what actually shall happen as unstoppable power of God coming in you, unstoppable work of the Spirit of the Lord in you. That day when I met my Jesus, the joy was flooding like anything. I went and, uh, went and told the rest of the world, the people around me, you know what happened to me? I received Jesus. The Lord received me as his child. I was sinner. I was blind. Now I see. So, it's a miracle after miracle happening in your life. Here, Peter healed the crippled man who was 40 years crippled. And the people who were watching around, around that uh, very temple or the synagogue could not recognize that power. The miracle also, they were countering them. They were countering them. But then we only see these people started speaking with the power of the Holy Spirit. And then once they started preaching the gospel, the rulers, the administration, and all the even Roman people could not control them. They wanted to put them behind bars. They wanted to muscle them, kind of close them, and stop the topic from spreading the name of Jesus, spreading there. But then it progressed. And then verse 23 just to highlight how what happened as a follow-up, verse 23, 423. On their release, Peter and John went back to their own people and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. When they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God, Sovereign Lord. They said, you made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them. You spoke by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of your servant. And they could see the progress of the gospel from that day onwards. So how do you are going to take this unstoppable work of the Lord? 
the spirit of the lord is he working in you the person is working in you you don't need to believe on certain principles we may say oh be born again be baptized or oh, join the communion come to church they are spiritual disciplines instituted by the lord for the church but then without the personal experience of the lord this unstoppable work will not go you can you know there are so many other religious sects they impose the principle laws and tradition and all sorts of you know their uh, fundamentals but then we are not governed by that we are governed by the power of the lord unstoppable work of the lord in person in your life do i take that person jesus and am i progressing is the work of the lord unstoppable through your life how it will happen any indication how would you remark that the unstoppable work is going in and through every one of you here can you indicate that i know many of you who are employed in various offices and uh, companies if you are not going to bring the results or expected end or the products i think you would be you know kind of removed from your work or would be you know lowered from your positions but then how would you see the lord work is going unstoppable i told you you know the storms and all these earthquakes are unstoppable if you have jesus this work of the lord the progress of gospel is going unstoppable in your life please check yourself we cannot be quiet we as you know they were trying to stop these people at that day 5000 accepted we may not be bringing multitude but you can impact the one person next door to you or the one your friend in your office or the one your neighbor have they felt that you are a christian i'm so happy you know having met uh, some of the landlords in the last two days and by the time i explain who i am and what i am i almost shared every bit of the gospel and the fellow was so happy okay he asked why your name is michael why your name is sundar singh ye to dono naam saath saath chal kaise chal sakta hai punjabi bhi nahi hai madrasi bhi hai sir i am a pastor okay so he searched all the website and said oh great wonderful sir oh, we agree okay so why i'm saying get make use of every opportunity don't miss out one opportunity you are traveling with next door next person in your you know passengers sitting next to you can you you know find some chance to tell about christ you don't need to say you know the entire book of bible matthew john or luke you can start sir i am going to pray i am going to read bible have you seen this book that's all he will be induced with some inquisitiveness to ask what is this bible and someone who had already got in contact with the bible will ask shall i have the look at your bible now you don't need to give a tract your life can speak volumes by just instigating him to pray shall i pray for you sir is there any specific needs i'm going to spend some moments in prayer that's what we easily do in the train i'm not giving some tips but what i practice i'm sharing before you you find your opportunity you know i remember one of the great my friend who was about to go to church on a sunday the next door person came and said sir can you please take me my dog is suffering now imagine will the person go to church or take the next neighbor to the you know uh, the pet doctor 
You tell me, the person decided take the uh, person and the dog to the veterinarian. And he had an opportunity to share the gospel. See, some of these you know, incidents can happen or jolt you and shake you. And but then remember, there shall be every opportunity be used for the unstoppable work of the Lord. Today, I stand because of God's unstoppable work happened in my life. Let us proceed forth. And I love, once again want to bring it to your remembrance, this picture. Look at the burning crosses. Bodies of martyrs were tied and lit as a candle for the night to be lit. And people were crucified and they were thrown. Could they stop the work of the Lord? That's how unstoppable work will go. Persecution is knocking at the door. Remember, I told a story to you long back. With that, I'll close. Imagine you are surrounded by security men with your guns. And they enter and say, Pastor, out. And they shout at you, anyone would like to save your life, renounce Jesus, walk out of the room. And if you are going to be seated here, we are going to shoot. What would you do? How would you respond? Imagine, there's a story. Or use your imagination. Will you surrender to the soldiers and the security who will hold the gun on your heads? Either renounce Christ or you'll be shot. The church is built on the blood of the martyrs. Are you ready to sacrifice your life for the unstoppable work of the Lord? Why your life doesn't stop on this year? Don't be afraid of laying your life as a martyr. This is not the call for martyrdom. You will not die. No security will come and threaten you. We live in a democratic country. We can you know, have the liberty to exercise our faith and proclaim the gospel. But they are, days are coming you know, sooner or later, to be confronted with a challenge in your life. Be available for the unstoppable work of the Lord. Shall we look to God in prayer? Loving Heavenly Father, your work is unstoppable. Your love, unstoppable. Your grace, your mercy, they are unstoppable. They are flooding every one of us, our country, the whole of this year. And therefore, today, Lord, you reminded through the episode that we read from Acts chapter 4 that how the gospel progress, thousands coming to know, and Peter, John could become more bolder than before. Lord, such atrocities and all the torture, persecution inflicted upon the Dying Christians did not stop them, O oh Lord. Though there wasn't a God who walked into the fire to deliver them as you did for Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, but O oh Lord, they laid their life because of which today we stand in this auditorium and worship you, O oh Lord. The Bible is brought to us, O oh Lord. Lord Jesus, will you not make my life once again for the useful for the unstoppable work of yours? Will not the gospel go proceed forth from me unstoppably? We once again dedicate our lives, O oh Lord, at this point of time 
That's how the early foundation church was installed, established, and your church was built. And we build again, Lord, your work, the unstoppable work with our participation. We have person Jesus in us, O Master. We will go in your power, O Lord. We will go in the power of the Holy Spirit and he will execute that your work. Today, we give you, Lord, all glory, honor, and majesty for the way that your work has progressed. It has come to us. And Lord, we promise you, offer you this unstoppable work from here, from this moment, we'll go into Delhi, out of the Delhi Bible Fellowship and unto the, all the nations. To this end, we commit us in your hand. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. May the grace of our Lord Savior Jesus Christ, the love of the Father God, and the sweet communion and fellowship of the Holy Spirit abide with us until the unstoppable work of the Lord comes to an end. Amen.